Berlin is a place that you cannot see yourself settling in for a very, very long time. It can be the first step that you can take towards, let's say, your personal growth or probably even your professional growth. It can be a good place to start, but it's definitely not a place that you can, you know, settle in forever and, you know, call it home. This is the Expat Horror Stories podcast, where we talk about what it's really like to uproot your life and move to a new country. I'm your host, Kat Rickman, a writer, editor, recovering Jersey girl, and two-time expat. In today's episode, I speak with my friend, Garima Yadav, a supply partner manager from Delhi, India, currently living in Berlin, Germany. We talk about whether or not Germany's public health care lives up to its reputation, why Berlin is the fuckboy capital of the world, and why brunch is the only meal worth getting in Berlin. Stick around to the end of the episode for some of our Berlin restaurant recommendations and tips on where to meet your new German sugar daddy. Hi, Karima. Hi. <laughs> so tell me, where are you from and how long have you lived in Berlin? I am from Delhi, from India, and it's been almost 1.5 years for me here. And what brought you to the city? I came here for my master's and now I'm working. And what are you doing for work? I am currently supply partner manager based in a company like it's at a scale up level. Um, yeah, it's like it's, it's a fun company and most of my colleagues, by the way, are Americans. So that's, I guess that's a good part. So, yeah. Oh, interesting. So you only speak English at the office? Oh, yes, yes. What languages do you speak? Uh, two. I have like Ishkanish to expression, Shwesta. So just Hindi and English. So yes, so far so good. Like I'm happy with Berlin. I guess that's one of the things that I'm just like happy about is like I don't really have to go crazy about oh my god, like you know I have to learn German. I like I at some point of course I know that I would have to learn German, but like there's no hurry. So probably just like mm-hmm. one year ahead or like six months ahead of citizenship that's it like i'm gonna scan the biogrammed like yes i've been seeking german (laughs) since forever because you're gonna have to reach b1 german or b2 i guess like they have changed the laws which is quite interesting i think they are finally making things easier for expats so if you want the citizenship in three years you need to learn like till c1 but if you want Mm -hmm. citizenship in five years b1 is fine so they're basically like if you learn german faster yeah you deserve citizenship more correct it's about you know just integration and german language know about the history and yeah just like basic stuff but yeah this is what they came up with so do you think you're integrating into german culture well no 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 I am, I guess, like, I am not integrating well, but people around me are integrating well with me. It doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> I remember, like, I went to Dreve just, like, a few days ago, and she knows me by now because, like, it's just a walking distance away from my home. So this is the grocery store, too, for those who don't know. Yes. Every time I go there, she switches it up for me. She's She's speaks in English for me. And I was like, oh "Oh my God, you are an angel sent to me from heaven. Like, how are you existing (laughs) here? Are you German? So, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. For people who don't know, German supermarkets are notorious for no one there speaks English. 
They will only speak to you in German and they get really sassy if you try to speak to them in English or if you don't understand what they're saying. Absolutely. So that's incredible. Absolutely. That's That's what I'm saying. Like, I am not integrating. I guess they all are very considerate. I'm like, oh, all right, Garma is here. We need to treat her well. So I was like, yeah, that's how it's going. Awesome. And have you experienced any situations? I'm I'm thinking of, I'm trying to lead into a story mm-hmm. here, but have you experienced any situations where um, Germans were not so nice to you because oh my you're not God. German? Yes. I guess like there are so many situations that I actually came across. First was, it was horrible. Like I was like, all right, like if it's, normal then probably i'll just forget about it but this time like it was like oh my god i need to see a doctor so first like there's a whole process who doesn't know like people who don't know like how the appointments for the doctors work like you need to get an appointment at least like three to four days before even if you are dying you know that you're probably Mm -hmm. going to die at night but still you would have to like hold on for three to four days to see the doctor so that's what i did i was like oh my god like i think i wasn't really feeling well and i wanted to know what's what was going on i think it was around winters and i had like back pain it was like it was really terrible so i made an appointment and i particularly wanted to pick up a doctor who speaks in english because like of course that's one of the things and i really don't want to Mm -hmm. get into that but yes so i went to the doctor on the portal it was written that you know like he speaks english but then i went there and he denied it then i was like all right now like let me summon my german skills so i tried my best to yes i tried my best to actually explain him everything about like what's happening like my back pain my shoulder pain and like certain other things and um he of course like first he rejected it and then he was like he was started like asking me about like some stupid questions like did you get this your did you get this tested or did you get that tested I want to do like a whole complete checkup. Do you have this booklet? And I'm like, I'm not here for certain tests, honey. Like I'm here to uh, like ask like, can you please give me a medicine or a tablet so that I can take and like be done with it? Like I want to get rid of the pain. And I went to the, um, you know, uh, to the supermarket. I went to the Pothke. I was like, hey, so like, can I get this tablet? And they were like, no, we can't, you know prescribe this we need the doctor's letter and you need to get an appointment and da 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 but it was really horrible like it was like two weeks of i was in pain and there was like nothing nothing was going on and in fact like i did try to get as many appointments as possible so i saw three doctors in two weeks and all of them they gave me different reasons about what was happening so I was like, who is the correct one? Like, what was going on? Like, oh, God. Yes. And it was winters. I was like, oh, my God. Like, if it actually gets terrible, I need to probably leave the country, go to my home country, get to a doctor. Because, of course, like, you don't know what's going on. First, like, they do not tell mm-hmm. you the exact thing. And I, I guess, like, they were just, like, telling me that there's nothing wrong with you. Like, it's it's nothing. Like, oh one of them said, like, it's probably mattress. And then I was, I seriously started considering to change my mattress. But then I realized it isn't really. And there's, like, I need some medication. But, mm-hmm. yes, it was, it was really horrible. So, I guess, like, the whole system behind it to get the appointments, even if it's, like, super, super serious. I could have gone to the emergency. I tried to get, um you know, try to call the clinic. Try to call the hospital that was near my place as well. Nobody was responsible and so i finally went with a friend i guess it was around 9 p.m and uh, there's a hospital near my place 
and I went there and then the nurse told that no like it's not serious like we can't take you in because you look fine it's like I'm in pain and they were like no like we can't and yeah so it was it was kind of horrible but yes like it uh, I finally got some medications from a friend I literally called up everyone I was like hey like I need this like can I have it can I have it because like the doctors are saying like there's nothing wrong and they are not going to give me yeah like the painkillers aren't working so can I have something else so yes that was one thing that's so awful I have also had issues uh when I was in Germany with trying to go to the doctor well I think it's funny that you said oh you have to book an appointment several days in advance because my experience was that it didn't matter how far in advance I booked an appointment if I showed up at the doctor, I would have to wait for two hours. Yes. Even if I had an appointment. And I was like, why? Yes. What, what is the point of making an appointment if I get here and you still make me wait for two hours? Absolutely. I also had that happen where I made an appointment with a doctor who it said online that they spoke English. I like filtered for that. And then I showed up and they didn't. And I was like, yeah. this is not okay because yeah. when you are sick when you are in pain you are in such a vulnerable position i swear and to then feel like you have to struggle to communicate in another language when you're really vulnerable and you're really in pain is so horrible True. and i did have doctors say oh I don't know, you seem fine. You know, it seems like nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. And German doctors also do not like to prescribe you anything. No. They will literally be like, go drink some tea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I you're guess. like, um, I need antibiotics. <laughs> I need uh, some. I don't know if the tea's gonna cut it. Oh, okay. Um, can you help no, me? I agree, I agree. In fact, like, the other time which I had, like, I guess I had similar experience... I wanted to go and see a gynecologist and imagine like I wanted to see a female doctor so that was yes. like I was looking for Frau and this and then I finally came across one I was so happy that I got the appointment immediately I went the next day and guess what there was no female doctor a male was standing in front of me and the only female that was available was actually sitting on the reception so though actually the name what? that she gave me was for the name like of the name of the receptionist and i was like what is no. going on yes and it was completely horrible i sat there i tried to explain them what's happening like what i want to get tested or what's happening and da 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 and i was of course like i was in a state of shock like what is happening like should i even continue this or not but yeah. they literally told me to sit down they then they started noting things down and of course they said hey so we are going to charge you this much like which was around 80 euros or something and i was like i have Ooh. public health insurance like why are you charging me this i guess one of the things that they like why they actually um um you know told me this was basically because like they figured it out that i don't know german and i'm from outside so let's probably charge her and probably she also doesn't ha do not have a public health insurance and i literally sat sat there with my card they told me on face go out there the ATM is there, it's at a walkable distance, leave your card here, we want the money right now if you want to get tested. It was so horrible. And I was literally, oh, I was shit. I was calling Dogen, I was like, hey, so like, this is the situation. And he was like, you don't need it. Like, why are they asking you that you need to pay for a specific test? And I was like, I don't know, like, they're asking me for 80 euros, like, what should I do? Should I pay? And like, you are in a state, first of all, you aren't utter panic then someone tells you yeah. leave your health insurance here 
in a completely different language of course like I, I know some basic and I can understand that what they were trying to say it was like yes like leave here go there and they were super rude about it they were like yes like let's just get it get this done leave your things here we'll be waiting for you and I was like no I don't want to like leave my things here and I'm gonna come probably I just make, made a very quick excuse that I'm gonna come here yeah. tomorrow I need to leave uh, I need to go to office I'm coming there from there directly and they were like yeah like then go bye it was it was yeah so like with the doctors it's completely horrible at least for me i don't know for everyone's experience but like at least people i know and know like the fact that everyone do face certain issues like similarly like this Mm -hmm. so everyone has sort of like suggested me to have like one doctor and stick with them forever if they're good it's such a weird thing because coming from the u.s obviously our healthcare system is a fucking nightmare mm-hmm. and you know you're like oh well in europe they have socialized health care and it's amazing and yada yada and then you get there and you're like yeah but i know i'm not paying but yeah am i getting the help that i need true 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 i guess that yeah although i mean you can you can experience medical malpractice anywhere but i will say when i was living in france if i went to the doctor they were like whatever you need here we'll write you a bunch of stuff just in case yeah just like you might have to wait for a while but like we'll take care of you you know Mm -hmm. it's on the house you know and you'll get like five medications and they're like 50 cents true 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 i guess the only thing that i learned through this process while cautioning my way through you know different doctors is like Mm -hmm. do not just go to one doctor for let's say to have a review about something like go to multiple and then pick the best and yes like whatever is perfect like whoever sounds good enough for you so yes like just stick with them for a while i guess that's the only thing that i did and it sort of worked out so yes but apart from it i guess like even if we talk about like people in general here i guess the younger generation is much more cooler by younger i mean like people who are let's say below 40 they're much more cooler Mm -hmm. but like the fraus and the omas they have their (laughs) own way to deal with you but oh my god they hate when you just like walk blindly on the street like if you are on their way like on their way so like they're like oh no like please just like just like get out they made this like whole signal from the hand like from a distance like get out get out of my way (laughs) and i'm like okay victoria secret i'm i'm sorry (laughs) so yeah it has happened to me quite a time so yeah i've been yelled at a lot by germans do you remember a bunch of us were in the park one day i think we were in charlottenburg Oh, yes. Oh, you know. You remember yes. what I'm talking about. Yes, that guy who came up to us and was asking, are you talking about some racist guy? And I'm like, what? Oh, well, he came up. So a bunch of us are sitting there and we're all speaking in English, but it's all like, I'm the only American there. Yeah. Like Everyone's from different places. And this guy crosses all the way over from the other side of the park. And he's like, excuse me, um... I couldn't help but overhear you were talking about Hitler. And we were like, what? Yes. It was, we were like, it was what are you talking crazy. about? Like, I mean, we, and, and I looked around and I was like, was anybody talking about Hitler? Because I didn't hear yeah. that. And, and we were like, um, no, like, you must have misheard us. And he was like, yes, you were. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, yes. what? What the hell is going on? And then he was like, oh, well, next you're going to say you weren't talking about racism and we were like what is going on with this dude exactly 
And then someone, someone said, oh, well, I think it, maybe it was Nisa was like, oh, well, sir, it sounds like you're the one who's racist here. Yeah. And then he panicked. Yeah, 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 he yeah. panicked and left because nothing scares Germans more than being called racist. Exactly, exactly. And then he was like, all right, well, bye. Yeah. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. I don't know what was going on and I was like completely shell shocked. I'm like none of us are here talking about like we are literally talking about I don't know like food or something else, probably about a family. But I'm like, oh my god, this is so random. Probably he just wanted to have a conversation and I'm like, ah, this is not a way. This is not a way. Oh yeah. Well I mean he was so aggressive about it too. Oh, yeah. And that's not the only time that I've had like a strange German guy you know, cross when I was in a park and come over and like interrupt my conversation. I remember maybe the first week that I was in Berlin, I was with a friend of mine and the friend I was with, like we were speaking in English, but my friend was not, was not American. Mm -hmm. They were not German. And this guy, so he comes over and he's like, excuse me, have you heard of the concept of noise pollution? Oh my God. And we were like, oh my uh, God. And he just launches into this like five minute monologue about how, oh, well, my friends and I are about to leave, but we just wanted to let you know, like the whole park doesn't need to hear about your conversation and Germans aren't going to appreciate your American brashness. Oh my God. Was what oh he God. said to me. Oh my God. And I didn't say a word. I just glared at him and waited for him to leave. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to engage with this. Yeah, yeah. They are very heavy on moral policing like they're like yes this is the way you have to do this otherwise it's like my way or the highway but as i say it's yeah it's, I, I think maybe all of us like are now used to it we just like smile about it and like just move on so i want to pivot the conversation a little bit so you said that most of your friends are international yes you speak english with them your colleagues are mostly american you speak english with them do you date Germans? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. See, like, I love the height. That's one thing. Let me give you the juicy things here. Of course. And I feel like I have, like, very mixed experience with them. A lot of dates mm. were really nice. A lot of dates weren't. But, yes... To conclude, yes, I have dated Germans. So what are some of your experiences? Oh my god. The weirdest one was like I was with this guy. And he first like started with asking me about my Zodiac. And I said like, oh yes, like I said it very casually. Like, yes, it's this. And he was like, oh, now let me judge you entirely about this. I was like, all right, he must be joking. And then he started (laughs) with his monologue for 30 minutes that why we are not compatible on our first date. <laughs> and I'm oh like, my God, can you, can you, I'm like, I want to escape from here. Like, can we just like get this done? And then he just like, we, of course, like we ordered food. And of course, like I cannot go away. We already did. And like, since I'm a vegetarian, the food came with, um, I ordered a soup and I guess like, they just gave me something different. Like it was the wrong order. So it came with like eggs. And then he was like, hey, can I like, I like eggs. So can I just like picked out the eggs and you can eat the soup. 
And I was like, what is going wrong? And I was like, what? excuse me, like what? And then he literally like, I didn't even like finish my answer. He picked up my food. He started eating it. And then he was like looking at me like, are you going to finish it or not? And then I was like, oh no, I'm like, I'm kind of full. If you want to finish my soup, like I'll be really happy. Like, yes, it shouldn't go wasted. And then he took the fucking bowl he had his bowl, he had my bowl. And then I was like super glad that when the date was ending, I was like, all right, bye, ciao. And then he was like, um, yeah, so let me just, um, you know, take you to the train station. I'll drop you there and then probably I'll just go home. And I was like, all right. And while we were walking, he saw a tree and then he started talking to the tree. And he wanted me to hear the conversation that what the tree was saying. So he was like, hey, can you just like listen closely? You will be able to hear it. And I'm like, no, this is not happening. <laughs> this is not happening. Like, you just told me that we are not compatible. Honey, we are not compatible. I cannot listen to the tree. I'm sorry, I need to go. <laughs> and it was You're like, I barely speak German. I definitely don't speak tree. <laughs> yes, yes. And it was like, it was crazy. And it's actually, hands down, it was one of the most craziest date I ever had. So yeah, it was really horrible. I didn't see him again. And I texted him, hey, it was a good time, <laughs> but let's not oh, see no. <laughs> the things, The things that we do as women to avoid getting, like, murdered. <laughs> Just like, I had a great time. <laughs> You're like, this is the worst date that I've ever had. Because we were so scared of hurting a guy's feelings. You're like, he's going to tell the trees to come after me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. Uh, so what do you feel is the vibe of the Berlin dating scene oh in my god like I heard your <laughs> podcast before first of all <laughs> Berlin is not a place for you to date or to find love like if you are here <laughs> to find love I'm sorry I have bad news for you please go to another city get someone good <laughs> I mean, everyone here have some, like, something going on. It's either mom <laughs> issues or daddy issues. And then, like, it's just, like, commitment issues. And I have had my fair share with, like, almost everyone in these categories. And I'm like, why does everyone sound the same? Like, everyone is same. Everyone is out of Matrix. Everyone looks like Matrix in winter's <laughs> year. And you just feel like... Oh my god, like, they're so interesting. Like, I want to talk to them. And then you finally talk to them and you're like, oh my god, like, shut up. Like, I literally heard this story, like, just two days ago. Like, yes, I know, like, you have that issues. But yes, it's, it's just, like, it gets crazy. And then they expect you to be cool with it. And I'm like, mm. no. Like, like no. We, if we can't vibe, we can't vibe, I guess. So what I personally notice is a lot of people here are cool with things which they find it cool enough. So the minute you say something out of the box, they're like, oh, Nara, like, this is not going to work. And, you know, something like that. So what kind of things? I mean, like, if you call out on their behavior specifically about, let's say, not communicating or probably, you know, just mm -hmm. being very selfish or like i'm not even like getting the right word for it but yes like if you just like in general call out on the behavior they would absolutely lose their shit i'm not saying like germans they would definitely confront you if you say like hey like you are being like this they're not going to ghost you they would send you paragraphs about like just like <laughs> explaining that no why oh. they weren't ghosting you or probably why 
the actions were like this they would not take accountability i guess that's what i've like truly noticed here so yeah berlin is seriously like the fuck boy mecca i thought it was bad coming from new york i thought the dating scene in new york was a nightmare and then i got to berlin and i was like actually no thank you exactly like no one no one wants to commit no one wants to communicate everyone's on their own fucking planet true true absolutely true and i just feel like a lot of people here like i guess they're like really cool to be honest like to hang out with them and just you know to have fun but at the same time when it comes to like building something together it's something that like they're not used to it it's like oh my god like what are you talking about we are just here to have fun but yes i guess it comes also from the fact that the city has a lot of young people and there's like there's a huge mm-hmm. pool that you can explore so yes like i guess in their head it's more like the grass is greener on the other side let me explore every yeah. you know every aspect and yes it's an international city so i guess a lot of people also want to take advantage of it so yes like all in all i, I really don't think that berlin is a love city you shouldn't be here <laughs> if you're looking for love or relationships <laughs> and just be careful get yourself tested regularly do not hang <laughs> around with people so yes <laughs> So we talked about the doctor. We talked about dating. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about German food. Oh, is there even like... <laughs> there is... Honey, let's just like, get this sorted. There is no German food. Like, I... <laughs> it's been 1.5 years. If I'm on dates, if I'm meeting someone, even like as a friend, with my friends, we have never been to a German restaurant. Never. <clears throat> it's always Asian or somewhere else like somewhere else it's no like there's no food like even if there is like what do you guys have to offer salt and pepper and it's just like nah it's it's (laughs) it's not it's not flying like it it doesn't go so nah it's a no from me do you have any favorite restaurants in the city oh yes absolutely i guess that's actually one of the things that i truly love about berlin that the food scene here i think i i wasn't a brunch person before Ever since I came here, I became that brunch girl. And it's like, it's crazy. Berlin does brunch well. I will say that is the one category of food that Berlin does really well. They they have some great brunch spots. Absolutely. I'm thinking of like Halishista, Betty and Katie, Mm -hmm. ABC. There's Matty, which is in Schoenberg. Mm -hmm. There are quite few in Charlottenburg as well. And Prenzlauburg is filled with transports I, I think like, i really enjoy the food scene here because of course like it's international so you get to let's say like iranian food vietnamese food and you know ethiopian food it's like mm-hmm. it's it's really good I'm, I'm really happy with the food here like everything except german food is good mm-hmm. so yes and of course like our staple falafels donut kebabs so yes mm-hmm. that goes forever so, yeah. so what are some of your favorite restaurants for like going out at night? I guess like I have to say like Paolo Pinkel is really good and I really enjoy mm, the yes. food here, food there. And the one which I like I guess which we explored just like a few months ago was Zula and it was also really good. What kind of food is that? I think like they serve like different varieties of hummus. So it's like bread mm-hmm. with spicy hummus or you know like 
caramelized onion hummus yes like it's really good i really like it there as well the other ones which i explored were like some italian restaurants near godbasator like the marlborough area mm. that's actually one of my favorite areas i love that area in summer specifically everyone sitting there by the lake chilling so yes it's really vibing and the food like there's this one restaurant terra the pizza there is really good so yeah mm-hmm. I've been a little frankly underwhelmed by the Italian food in uh, yeah. Berlin. But that might be because I mean, I grew up in Jersey, I live in New York. I'm like, we we got good Italian food. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, every time I order spaghetti at a German restaurant, it's like so mushy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I agree. cooked this way too much. And it's always like a giant massive platter of it, too. It's like the biggest port. You're like, I could feed a family with this. Yeah, yeah, true. But the pizza is not bad at some places. Yeah, yeah. I guess like even if I'm ordering a pizza from a place, I still have to put a lot of like black pepper, a lot of like mm-hmm. other things, like olive oil, spicy oil. I was like, yeah. I mean, I still have to do a lot of stuff. But yes, like I, I definitely, <laughs> I think I really love the food scenario here. So yeah. Mm-hmm. What about for going out? Do you have any favorite places? Oh, yes. I guess almost all like so basically how it works just I also like this is this going to sound crazy but I have never used Google Maps in my life before before I actually What? came here. <laughs> yes. Google Maps for me was like non-existent. You just like you you just know the area because of course like I just grew up there and you know the ways. I came here and even like if you want to explore let's say restaurants like everyone knows where to go it's on the tips of your hand but here like you have to be very specific about let's say what you want to pick up for the day like how are you feeling do you want to eat let's say italian do you want to eat like do you want to have a brunch or ethiopian or like indian food or any other food so i guess like if i have to explore i just go to google maps try to see like which area is best so i guess All mm-hmm. the brand spots in Prenzlauerberg has to be like all of them are kind of my favorites because of course the vibe is good, the food is of course like the food is good as well. Some of them are not good, but yes, I would definitely say like most of the brand spots in Prenzlauerberg are really nice. But I have to say like my favorite has been House of Small Wonders. I guess it's near Orientstrasse, and it's really good. Like mm-hmm. I really like that place. So yes, that's one of my favorite brunch places. <laughs> to actually summarize it i would say berlin is a place that you cannot see yourself settling in for a very very long time it can be the hmm. first step that you can take towards let's say your personal growth or probably even your professional growth it can be a good place to start but it's definitely not a place that you can you know settle in forever and you know call it home so yes, i guess like out of all the people that i've talked to everyone sort of agrees with that like they don't see themselves settling in berlin forever or even in germany forever maybe because of the weather mm. but yes that's actually going to be my hot take apart from it yes like if you want to like take care of yourself do not date in berlin how is the sugar daddy plan working out for you oh my god it's not working out anything where <laughs> oh my god i actually you should know this Mallorca is a place to get all the sugar daddies all the german mm. sugar daddies we went there last really? month we went there last month and i kid you not you can have a sugar daddy within one month like not even one month like one day like <laughs> just like just walk around there'll be so many people like yes like be my sugar baby and they're so open i guess like they're just like there's a 
complete personality switch the mm-hmm. minute they like step out of their own land and then they're like oh yes now i want a sugar baby for myself but yes if you want to get that's a so good yes absolutely <laughs> go to mallorca to get a sugar daddy that's it that's going to be my another tip do not date in berlin date probably in mallorca you might have some <laughs> advantages so yes well it's it's not germans from berlin it's probably guys from munich uh, yes right? yes absolutely yeah some notes on eating out in Germany. Having lived in New York and Paris, I've got very strong opinions about food, and I'll maintain my personal opinion that while Berlin offers variety in its food scene, it does not offer quality. I think foodie culture is antithetical to the Berlin way of life, which prides itself on an intense aversion to snobbery and all trappings of bourgeois access. The Germans are not an Epicurean people. That is not to say that there are not incredibly talented chefs in Berlin and that there are no Germans with an appreciation for good food and fine dining, just that Germans are a scrappy and practical people who would never put up with being charged hundreds of dollars for a few pieces of sushi or a gourmet bowl of lamb curry. That being said, if you are looking for good eats in Germany's capital, here are some of the restaurants Grima and I mentioned in this episode. In Prenzlauerberg, you've got a surplus of brunch options, including Betty and Katie, ABC, aka Allen's Breakfast Club and Wine Bar, and 44 Bracky. For more brunch in Schöneberg, you've got Matea, which is a brunch cafe and aperitivo bar. In Mitte, you've got House of Small Wonder. And in Kreuzberg, you've got Hallish's House. As for restaurants, we've got Paolo Pinkel, which is this extremely vibey restaurant in Neukölln with three different kitchens that serve Mediterranean, Peruvian, and Chinese food, respectively. I know it shouldn't make sense, but it does. We also got Zula, which is an Israeli restaurant in Prenzauerberg, focused on hummus, and Terra, which is a pizza place by Kapasotor. Hope you've enjoyed our recommendations. <laughs> The Expat Horror Stories podcast is produced and hosted by Kat Rickman. Our theme song was composed by Ben Batchelder, and our cover art was designed by Blue Rickman.